This is an audio version of a printed document. Review of IPS delivery within Fair Start Scotland. Findings and recommendations. Published January 2023. This recording contains the following information. Executive summary. Our findings. Our recommendations. And Scottish Government response. Executive Summary The primary aim of this review was to consider the most appropriate approach to delivery of individual placement and support IPS in Scotland going forward. IPS is a person-centred, face-to-face model designed to support clients who are in contact with clinical mental health teams into employment. It focuses on integrating employment support alongside health treatment, providing rapid, personalised job search, tailoring employer engagement to individual aspirations and offering extended in-work support. IPS is a well-defined variant of the broader category of supported employment interventions, sometimes called place, train and retain, in contrast to traditional train-and-place approaches. Traditional models tend to focus on preparing for work, which may include long periods spent in volunteering, training or sheltered employment. By contrast, supported employment approaches focus on rapid vocational profiling, identifying skills, experience, aspirations and required work adjustments job search and brokerage, and then in-work support for both employer and service user. Multiple systematic evidence reviews have found that supported employment, specifically the IPS model, is significantly more effective at supporting people with severe mental illness into competitive employment than traditional approaches. Note 1. Supported Employment for Adults with Severe Mental Illness Review, Kenoshita et al. Cochrane Library, 2013. Note 2. Generalizability of the Individual Placement and Support IPS Model of Supported Employment Outside the US, Gary R. Bond, Robert E. Drake, Deborah R. Becker, World Psychiatry, 2012, 11, 32-39. The IPS Fidelity Scale defines the critical elements of IPS in order to differentiate between programmes that have fully implemented the model and those that have not. As demonstrated through research, high-fidelity programmes are expected to have greater effectiveness than low-fidelity programmes. Note 3. Bond GR, Becker DR and Drake RE, 2011, Measurement of Fidelity of Implementation of Evidence-Based Practices, Case Example of the IPS Fidelity Scale, and Kim et al. 2015, Predictive Validity of the Individual Placement and Support Fidelity Scale, IPS 25, A Replication Study. 
The principles of IPS have more recently been applied to support clients with a wide range of barriers to employment, including drug and alcohol substance misuse, learning disabilities, autism, spinal injuries, veterans suffering PTSD, a range of other chronic health issues and disabilities, and other barriers such as contact with the criminal justice system. Note 4. Bond Gary and Drake Robert and Pogue Jacqueline 2019 Expanding Individual Placement and Support to Populations with Conditions and Disorders Other than Serious Mental Illness Psychiatric Services In Scotland, the Scottish Government has incorporated IPS delivery within the Fair Start Scotland FSS programme since its launch in 2018. Under FSS contracts, all providers are expected to make available and offer IPS to clients who may benefit from the service. Through this review, we explored how effectively Individual Placement and Support IPS, is being delivered in Scotland today through Fair Start Scotland FSS, and what might need to change to improve delivery. We also compared the delivery of IPS within FSS to other models of successful IPS delivery elsewhere. We applied a four-step methodology to deliver this. 1. System mapping and evidence review. 2. Stakeholder interviews and analysis. 3. IPS fidelity reviews with the FSS providers. 4. Report write-up, presentations and provider follow-up. This report shares our findings based on 21 semi-structured interviews with prime providers delivering employment support through Fair Start Scotland FSS, providers delivering outside FSS and policy and implementation leads, an analysis of FSS performance data and IPS fidelity and readiness reviews with all FSS contract lots. A full list of the IPS fidelity and readiness reviews completed is provided in Annex A. A list of the interviews conducted is provided in Annex B. The decision to include an IPS element within Scotland's mainstream disability employment programme, Fair Start Scotland, was a clear demonstration of the commitment by Scottish ministers to evidence-based practice to best support people with severe and enduring mental illness. On an international level, Scotland is pioneering the use of IPS within a mainstream employability programme. However, while IPS has been proven to work, it is a different approach that requires new ways of working by both commissioners and providers of services. Our review has identified implementation challenges faced by Fair Start Scotland providers in delivering high-fidelity IPS, akin to those experienced in other countries when the model was first introduced. 
although the scope for significant change within the existing FSS contracts is limited, we have identified opportunities to build on the commitment to IPS delivery in both current and future employability services. There are also other opportunities to expand access to IPS to support a wider cohort of people with health conditions into work. We hope that the findings and recommendations within this report offer a way forward to maximise these opportunities. Our findings. Our findings were 1. Scotland is pioneering the use of IPS within a mainstream employment contract internationally. A. The decision to include an IPS element within Scotland's mainstream disability employment programme, Fair Start Scotland, is a clear demonstration of the commitment by Scottish ministers to evidence-based practice. B. The FSS experience so far highlights some of the challenges of commissioning IPS as part of mainstream provision. C. However, there is a commitment from providers and policy makers to build on this work and continue to improve IPS delivery going forward. 2. Although IPS delivery is required as part of Fair Start Scotland, very few participants so far have received an IPS service. A. Six of nine FSS lots are currently not offering IPS. Those that are have very small services. There are four dedicated IPS employment specialists in total across all FSS providers. Note 5. Fidelity reviews and interviews with Fair Start Scotland providers. B. A very small percentage, less than 2%, of FSS participants have received an IPS service. Note 6. 133 of 10,063 participants received an IPS service in Year 1 of Service Delivery, Fair Start Scotland Annual Report Year 1. Fidelity Reviews identified that this finding is continued in Year 2 of Service Delivery. C. There are no contractual targets for IPS volumes. 3. Within Fair Start Scotland, IPS delivery has not yet attained good fidelity. A. IPS fidelity and readiness reviews highlighted gaps between current delivery and fidelity to the IPS model. B. Key issues are lack of integration and joint working with clinical mental health teams, subsequent lack of engagement with the severe and enduring mental illness SMI cohort, limited individualised employer engagement or in-work support. C. However, there is willingness from the current FSS providers to engage and learn more about IPS as well as a range of good supported employment practices that map across to IPS. 4. Outside of FSS, there are examples in Scotland of small-scale, high-fidelity IPS provision delivered which provide learnings around how the quality of IPS provision within FSS could be improved. 
A, for example, the Fife Employment Access Trust, FEAT, service, and the Glasgow Mental Health and Social Care Commissioned IPS service, delivered by the Scottish Association for Mental Health, SAMH. B. These services are largely funded by local authorities, foundations and a degree of health board funding. C. Key success factors in these services include the availability of block or low-risk funding that supports work with the most vulnerable, buy-in from and integration with the local health system, and the presence of local champions of IPS and relevant governance groups. 5. Examples from other countries demonstrate the importance of health system involvement in the commissioning of IPS services for people with severe and enduring mental illness, SMI. A. Health system involvement is essential to build buy-in from mental health teams, enable effective integration, support referral flow and support the model of shared care. B. In England, a scale-up of IPS support for clients with SMI from 10,000 to 115,000 clients per year is being driven by the NHS in England, both through policy commitments and transformation funding. C. In Ireland, the Health Service Executive initially partnered with a European social organisation, Genio, to develop IPS services across mental health teams. D. IPS is recommended by the National Institute for Health and Care Excellence for Adults with Psychosis and Schizophrenia. Note 7. NICE Guidance for Psychosis and Schizophrenia in Adults, Quality Statement 5, February 2015. It should therefore be considered a core part of evidence-based practice in mental health services. 6. There is growing evidence that IPS can be effective for people with additional barriers to work who are not in contact with mental health services. A. Emerging research shows that IPS delivers comparable employment outcomes for groups other than people with severe mental illness. B. For example, delivery of IPS for clients with substance misuse issues in England is supporting upwards of 26% of clients into work. Note 8. Data from Mental Health and Employment Partnerships commissioned IPS service for clients with substance misuse issues in West London to August 31, 2020. C. Large-scale trials are underway in England to test IPS with referrals from a range of primary and community health and other services. Our recommendations 1. In future, IPS for people with severe mental illness should be commissioned outside of FSS through a partnership between health and employability commissioners. A. To achieve the Scottish Government target of halving the disability employment gap, 
employment needs to be considered as a health outcome and or local delivery plan LDP standard. B. International benchmarks suggest that 100 employment specialists would be required to reach 25% of the eligible population in Scotland each year. C. The increase in provision should be phased over five years. Implementation support will be crucial to high-fidelity delivery. D. It will be important to build only examples of good quality local IPS services that work closely with local health boards. Piloting and expansion of provision in these areas is a recommended route forward. 2. Existing IPS delivery within FSS could be improved through capacity building support and future contractual changes. A. Providers should develop their IPS capacity and capability, including partnership working with clinical teams, service adherence to IPS fidelity principles, staff understanding of the model through standardised training and quality assurance, and supervision processes that promote IPS practice. B. Achieving high-quality IPS delivery in future contracts will likely require specific targets for IPS access and numbers of employment specialists, greater percentage of block funding and a more developed service specification. C. A suggested service model could be two IPS employment specialists and a part-time team leader in each lot. With good clinical integration and referral pathways, this could allow 900 FSS clients per year to receive an IPS service. Note 9. Based on social finance estimate, calculations provided in body of report. 3. IPS provision within FSS should be expanded further to all clients with complex health and disability-related barriers to work. This would make Scotland a pioneer in demonstrating how to achieve outstanding outcomes within mainstream employment support. A. Scotland is the first nation in the UK to include IPS within mainstream disability employment provision. It benefits from a set of committed and engaged providers and policy makers. B. IPS is the best evidenced intervention to support those furthest from the labour market into work. C. Delivering effective IPS will be even more critical in the context of the current Scottish labour market. Note, this project was completed virtually due to the impact of COVID-19 over the duration of 2020. Scottish Government Response Individual Placement and Support Review Scottish Government's Response Published January 2023 Scottish Government Realtis Nahalupa Gov.Scot Scottish Government's Response to the Report Findings and Recommendations A Fairer Scotland for Disabled People Employment Action Plan 2018 
outlined the Scottish Government's commitment to at least half the disability employment gap in Scotland by 2038. As part of activity to realise this ambition, we undertook to review individual placement and support, IPS, delivered through Fair Start Scotland. In the tender specification, we stated that this would be benchmarked against wider provision of IPS. In July 2020, we commissioned Social Finance to undertake this review with support and guidance from a steering group led by Professor Colin Lindsay, University of Strathclyde. Individual placement and support is a model of supported employment proven to work particularly well in offering assistance to people with additional support needs, especially those with severe and enduring mental ill health, to help them find or re-enter sustainable employment that fits their needs and interests. This approach is important to delivering many of our ambitions around inclusive growth, tackling child poverty and delivering public health reform. It is also in line with our no-one-left-behind approach. Our joint vision with local government for the future of employability support. This sets out our intention to create a system that is integrated and aligned with other services and puts the user at the heart of service design, providing flexible, person-centred support to ensure we can assist more people into the right job at the right time. IPS is also in line with the Scottish Government's mental health strategy, which aims to explore innovative ways of connecting mental health, disability and employment support in Scotland. The purpose of this review was to consider the most appropriate approach to delivery of IPS in Scotland. We recognise the challenges expressed in the findings, but we and our officials are committed to a test-and-learn approach. This includes building on work in progress to further strengthen our existing partnerships with Public Health Scotland and local authorities, as well as the third sector and employers, and as part of the implementation of No One Left Behind. The findings of this review reflect the significant potential of IPS in bringing people affected by mental ill health closer to the labour market, not only to access, but to sustain and progress in employment. The Scottish Government welcomes the findings and recommendations of the review. Our response to the report is framed mainly by the current employability landscape in Scotland, with particular reference to Fair Start Scotland. We note that the COVID-19 pandemic had a considerable impact on many areas of society, in particular health, but also on the economy and the labour market. We are aware that the effects of the pandemic have, in many cases, compounded existing issues for those already facing barriers within the labour market, including people with severe and enduring mental health issues. 
Therefore, in responding to the report, we will seek to ensure that progress made in recent years in reducing the disability employment gap is not reversed as a result of labour market impacts, not only of the COVID-19 pandemic, but also leaving the European Union and the prevailing cost crisis. The Scottish Government recognises that the employability response to labour market inequalities must address the needs of individuals of all ages and circumstances and build on the well-established services managed by Scottish and local government and others across the Scottish employability landscape. This also includes the complex interactions between economic inactivity and health outcomes. Work is underway to consider how health and employment services best align, including where IPS would sit within No One Left Behind to best support individuals who could benefit from the model. Fair Start Scotland Fair Start Scotland, FSS, the Scottish Government's devolved employability service, supports people towards and into work through personalised one-to-one support tailored to an individual's circumstances, treating them with fairness, dignity and respect. It is aimed at supporting those facing the greatest challenges accessing the labour market, including disabled people, and contributing to tackling inequalities and growing Scotland's economy. Statistics published in November 2022 show that to September 2022, FSS had supported over 51,000 starts on the service, with over 17,500 job starts since its launch in 2018. Those who started work have high rates of sustained employment. Note 1. The number of starts to the service, job starts and number of starts sustaining employment for three months includes rejoins to the service during the respective time periods. 73% of starts that entered employment went on to sustain employment for at least three months. 81% of those who sustained employment for three months reached six months. 77% of those who sustained employment for six months reached 12 months. Statistics also show that 63% of people receiving FSS support reported a long-term health condition and 45% were disabled. There were over 22,500 starts on the service by participants that reported a disability with over 6,500 job starts. Disabled participants who started work also achieved similarly high rates of sustained employment. Note 1. The number of starts to the service, job starts and number of starts sustaining employment for three months includes rejoins to the service during the respective time periods. 72% of starts reporting a disability that entered employment went on to sustain employment for at least three months. 81% of those reporting a disability who sustained employment for three months reached six months. 
79% of those reporting a disability who sustained employment for six months reached 12 months. On 16th July 2020, the Minister for Business, Fair Work and Skills announced the extension of FSS delivery with the current contractors up to 31st March 2023, providing stability and continuity for FSS participants and to allow the anticipated COVID-19-related increase in demand for support from the most disadvantaged in our communities. The extension also ensured there is sufficient support in place for disabled people and those with long-term health conditions. Extending FSS services allows further development time to deliver on our no-one-left-behind ambitions. Our strategy for the transformational change of the employability system in Scotland. Building on the successful implementation of Fair Start Scotland, we are working with local government partners and the public, third and private sector to develop an employability system that delivers joined-up, flexible, responsive, person-centred provision. Recommendation 1 in future, IPS for people with severe and enduring mental illness should be commissioned outside of FSS through a partnership between health and employability commissioners. Progress has been made in moving towards a more aligned approach with local partners, enabling us to effectively align services within our wider COVID-19 economic response. This has helped to ensure that our employability services are responsive to the changing labour market situation and provides the flexibility to allow us to meet the anticipated increase in demand for support from the impacts of the pandemic. We will build on this when designing the future model of employability support and strengthening our no-one-left-behind approach. Our Mental Health Transition and Recovery Plan, published in October 2020, outlines the Scottish Government's response to the mental health impacts of COVID-19. Included in this are a number of key employment commitments, ensuring that our mental health response focuses on the central importance of meaningful employment and seeks to mitigate the negative impacts on mental health of unemployment. In taking forward these employment commitments, we are working to strengthen links between employability and mental health policy, with a particular focus on improving support for those with mental health issues to secure and sustain employment. We are also working with a wide range of stakeholders, including employer groups, trade unions and mental health organisations, to promote mentally healthy workplaces. As part of this work, we recently launched a digital platform in partnership with Public Health Scotland that signposts Scottish employers to a wide range of resources to enable them to support the mental health and well-being needs of their workforce. The digital platform can be found at www.healthyworkinglives.scot forward slash mental health. 
the development of our new mental health and well-being strategy due to be published in the coming year will build on the direction set out in our mental health transition and recovery plan and will guide the work that the government and our partners will do over the coming years to improve mental health and well-being in Scotland. As we develop and design the future model of employability support, officials from across government and key public sector partners, notably from employability, mental health, fair work, public health Scotland and local authorities, will work collaboratively on agreeing the best approach to delivering this recommendation. Recommendation 2 Existing IPS delivery within FSS could be improved through capacity building support and future contractual changes. In considering recommendations around capacity building and in line with our test and learn approach, we have, since this review was conducted, worked with colleagues in health improvement to deliver National Institute of Disability Management and Research NIDMAR training for frontline staff from each Fair Start Scotland service provider to drive improvements in the service offer. NHS staff, including clinicians and a range of health and social care staff who provide vocational rehabilitation from the respective areas, also attend the training to support partnership building. The training enhances participants' understanding of work as a health outcome, offers practical skills in completing the Allied Health Professionals Health and Work Report, and provides a deeper understanding of mental health and reasonable adjustments in the workplace. To date, over 90% of the staff have successfully passed the Certified Disability Management Professional Exam and have gained their Professional Registration Certificate. Through attendance on the course, professional relationships have developed and, as a result, service providers are now engaging with community mental health teams in their respective areas and have been invited to attend the Scottish IPS Peer Support Group. Additionally, three out of the five FSS providers have obtained FAIR or above IPS Fidelity Review results from an independent assessor, with the remaining two confident of achieving at least a FAIR rating in their upcoming reviews. We will continue to closely monitor IPS delivery over the remaining lifetime of the FSS contracts, with all learning shared across providers and used to inform the future delivery models of IPS as we move towards further implementation of No One Left Behind. We have listened to the views of disabled people's organisations and feedback from disabled participants who indicate that finding and maintaining a job of 16 hours per week is unachievable for some disabled people. As a result, we will be implementing changes to the Fair Start Scotland contracts to allow providers to claim job outcomes for participants who work at least eight hours per week in specific circumstances, which will allow more people to benefit from the service offer. 
Early discussions are already underway on how to increase the wider reach of the IPS offer to straddle both employability and health and work holistically with individuals who do not interact with current referral routes, with advice being sought from the Scottish Government's mental health professional advisers. We have also commissioned a Disabled People's Organisation DPO delivery contract, which was awarded to a consortium led by Inclusion Scotland and supported by Glasgow Disability Alliance and Glasgow Centre for Inclusive Living. The purpose of this work is to help enable provision of better support to disabled people during their time with the Fair Start Scotland service. Drawing on disabled people's lived experience and underpinned by the social model of disability, this contract supports employability providers and employers to develop their disability equality capability and knowledge across all stages of the employment process, including in-work support. Key learning from this will help to shape further improvements to employability provision in Scotland. Ensuring that access to IPS within FSS was not linked to conditionality and sanctions removed a barrier that there is evidence can cause hardship, including potential emotional and mental distress. In consideration of the review recommendation regarding the need to develop both capacity and capability, we recognise that this extends beyond individual skills and knowledge to include organisational processes and approaches. The Scottish Government has worked closely with the Department for Work and Pensions, DWP, to ensure that, where appropriate and dependent on the individual, the referral process encourages effective working between Job Centre Plus and FSS service providers. A key theme which emerged from the review was the need to strengthen cross-policy working, including between employability and health in particular. Through collaboration with service providers and other stakeholders, and building on the implementation of a Fairer Scotland for Disabled People Employment Action Plan, we will focus on promoting collaboration and alignment of our respective services. To achieve shared outcomes will call for closer partnership arrangements, aligning plans, strategies and spending decisions towards improving outcomes. Cross-policy collaboration around quality standards for secondary mental health services linked to the national outcomes will provide an opportunity to link this to cross-cutting policy issues, including employability. This is part of a wider ambition to develop a suite of standards for mental health services. This will allow us to address transitions between inpatient and community services, which has been identified as a key area for improvement. 
the aim of these standards is to improve the quality and safety of mental health services. We want to ensure that individuals, their families and carers know what they can expect from mental health services, ensuring our approach is person-centred. The standards should reduce scope of unwanted variation of quality of care and therefore reduce inequalities in experiences and outcomes. In addition, they should provide an opportunity to build a collective understanding of performance and enable effective benchmarking to drive improvements in quality of care. This should provide a basis for continual improvement through enabling greater scrutiny and assurance of services against the standards. The Scottish Government is confident that the current Fair Start Scotland delivery model is flexible enough to ensure that providers can commission any bespoke support needed to help overcome a wide range of barriers to accessing employment, whether that be through IPS, supported employment or another combination of specialist support services. The success of this model is very much dependent on effective partnerships at a local level with other support organisations, e.g. the Scottish Prison Service, Drug and Alcohol Rehabilitation Services and those that support people with complex health conditions. We are committed to continuous improvement of Fair Start Scotland and will explore all opportunities to enhance the local integration of services and test and learn about what works best to support those with more complex barriers towards and into work. IPS forms an important part of the FSS offer to help participants find sustainable, competitive jobs that fit their needs and interests. And we know that from the Year 3 evaluation report that 82% of participants felt that the support received while on the service helped improve their general quality of life and well-being. We will consider the remaining elements of this recommendation in the future development of devolved employability services. Recommendation 3. IPS provision within FSS should be expanded further to all participants with complex health and disability-related barriers to work. This would make Scotland a pioneer in demonstrating how to achieve outstanding outcomes within mainstream employment support. Under the current FSS contractual arrangements, IPS is available to anyone with a complex disability or health barrier. As our employability service is person-centred, all participants who meet the criteria for IPS will be offered it. Officials will consider this recommendation further to ensure the policy position on eligibility for IPS is considered in the development of future devolved employability services. Conclusion Tackling the root causes of health inequalities remains a top priority for the Scottish Government. The impact of persistent deprivation, poverty and other inequalities precipitated by, among other factors, mental ill health have been thrown into sharp relief by COVID-19. 
This is why our commitment to build a well-being economy is now so vital, with fair and healthy work being an integral part of our commitment. We are grateful to the Review Steering Group and to all stakeholders who engaged with social finance in undertaking this review. We are delighted to publish the key findings of this review along with this Scottish Government response to the recommendations. Richard Lockhead, Minister for Just Transition, Employment and Fair Work. Kevin Stewart, Minister for Mental Wellbeing and Social Care. End of recording.